Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast, and thank you for joining us today for our discussion. I'll be your host as I interview Rico about the second best franchise in the world, Pokemon. What's up, Rico? How are you doing? Good, good. And I mean, I like Overwatch too, babe, but <laughs> but it's Pokemon. We all know that. Come on, baby. I mean, just look at look, look at the sheer amount of fans we have. Look at the sheer amount of numbers that we do monetarily. Like, isn't it still like the most money? <laughs> Making franchise of all time? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, obviously, I was talking about Zelda, but I guess I can go ahead and give you that one. But which okay. which which game is that? Oh, you'll see. Is that the Bro, game where I you guess. fight the same where you fight the same guy every time? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> but I'll have my time. Don't you worry. I'll have my time, <laughs> and, and and I ain't tripping about it. But yeah, th- thank you everyone for joining today. Um, we, I did want to ask Rico some questions and kind of we've always talked about taking a deep dive and what better place to start taking a deep dive than into a Pokemon, a game like Pokemon that Rico's, you know, that's his bread and butter. That's Rico's baby. That's what he like. That's what he loves the most video game franchise that he adores the most. So um, I had asked a, a question to Rico the other day and it was a question that I saw online. And the question was um, even or odd Pokemon generations. Are you taking one, three, five, and seven, or are you taking two, four, six, eight? And so Rico had to kind of, you know, start talking about it. And Rico just went on this, you know, he he was driving the train, took the train across the, you know, the U.S. and he just drove that train all the way across the world, like. And he he, we, he just kept talking. I said, you know, it'd just it'd be a good a good idea to ask questions. And I said, you know, why don't you talk about your favorite franchise? You know, and not necessarily favorites. I do maybe have one or two, but just. Pokemon in general, right? Kind of, I don't want to say test. We're not testing his knowledge, but we are kind of taking that deep dive into what is Pokemon, you know, and what we know about it, right? Or what does Rico know about it? And what some of the stuff that's out there for somebody who's never either played the games or he doesn't know the resemblance to Pokemon and, you know, just real world animals or, or locations and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and open it right up. And it's going to be... Uh, a question format i'll ask a question rico will answer and then we'll go like that sound good that sounds good i just want to throw out there like when you asked me that question i don't know if you were expecting a simple answer but when you asked me that i was like you know like, most people are gonna pick like oh this is my favorite pokemon so this like i picked this one like like an easy one would have been like oh my favorite is squirtle so i'm gonna pick gen one whatever one has gen one yes yes uh i did end up picking uh, Gen One, but not really for the re- or, or the the odds, but not for the reasons that most people would probably do it. I think I picked for like a, the diversity of the games and stuff like that. It was kind of like one of those things where like you asked me something and I was like, bro, one does not simply like just pick. Like I, I have to do, I have to tell you why. Like, yeah, and and, and you 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 kind of took a component or one thing from each of them, which is why you preferred the odd over the evens, and you even gave me some. You know, dis not I don't say dislikes, but reasons why these were better than others, and that actually opens up my first question. And this is all opinion, of course. So, in your opinion, which is the worst Pokemon game? First of all, in your opinion, okay, I'm gonna start you off with it. It's a it's a two parter question, right? So, just explain to me what do you think is the worst main Pokemon game? Ooh, do okay. So if there is a if there's sets. Uh, like, like, if there's two generations of the same game, does that count? No, I was saying your base main base game. So, like, Let's Go doesn't count. 
Um, remakes don't count either? I think I can take remakes. I, I guess more spin. I just go, let's go. Huh. I didn't think of that far ahead on this one. You know what? I'll allow remakes. Go ahead. Well, I'll, 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 I'll kind of give you, I'll kind of try and give you the answer both ways. If it's if you're counting remakes, it probably has to be this latest installment, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, because they they tried to do this thing where they stayed very true to the original game. So they also did outsource the game to a different company. So uh, the Pokemon didn't the Pokemon uh, what's it called? Uh, game Freak didn't make it themselves, uh, or the Pokemon company didn't make it. They outsourced it to is it Ilka? Is that the company that made it? I think so. Yeah. I believe so. So they went with like a a true remake where everything is exactly the same. And uh, because because even back in the day with the original Pearl and Diamond, once we had once we got uh, platinum, those two became like way inferior. So they chose to not. Even though, like, yes, they're going to make two games because they want to sell more. Like, that's understandable. But at least make it with all the changes that they made uh, post-game or all that stuff with Platinum in mind. Now, they chose not to do that. They also uh, made a somewhat controversial uh, decision with the, like, chibi-style art that yeah. was, that was, you know, some people didn't like, other people didn't mind because we're going back to like that old school stuff, uh, that old school feel of like, you know, your little 2D stuff. Uh, so in terms of remakes, I would probably say that one. Now, remakes aside, uh, sequels, let's talk about sequels. With the sequels, because there's, because we have the sequels of like Black and White 2, Black and White 2 and Black and White are still very, very good games. That is not the case. I mean, they're still good games, but it's just not, they're not as solid as what I would say um, Sun and Moon are to uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Mm -hmm. So I would probably have to go with Ultra Sun and Moon, probably being the worst games. Really? Just because, I mean, with, with Sun and Moon being the worst games, because Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are like just way better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as, but as far as like a set iteration, you, so you would say like the Gen Seven. Would if be if the I had to pick, if I had to pick one Gen completely, yeah. Uh, you see, it's if it's if it's all encompassing, all in all, you know, it's yeah, hard yeah, to yeah. pick. It, it's hard to pick it's Gen hard, One. Yeah. It's hard to pick Gen One because was that's the one that started it all. It has its shortcomings in terms of story and stuff like that. But it's been remade yeah, eight, what nine, one nine, once? Ninety six. Yeah, wow. for for the time it was amazing, and it honestly, oh, yeah. let, let's be honest, like it's the one that got everybody hooked on on Pokemon, like for real. So yes, it's gonna have its shortcomings, but you have to look at it through the lens of when it came out and just the the phenomenon it created. So it's it has been remade. You can play it either OG. You can play Fire Red, Leaf Green, which was part of on the Advanced Generation. You can also play uh, now that we have Let's Go. Uh, there's a, there's another way to play it too, right? Isn't there one more? Mm, let's go blue, green, AOG. Uh, I don't know. No, no, that don't, those are the three. Those are the three. Uh, in terms of Gen 2, well, we have the OGs, then we have the third game, Crystal, and then we have the other two remakes, which are Hard Gold, Soul Silver. I think they're both phenomenal. Uh, Gen 3 is actually the game I played the least, but the remakes, amazing. Uh, Gen 4, Gen 5. So I'm just going to work backwards. 
Six is out. I mean, uh, I say eight. eight. I say eight is out. I say two is out. I say five is out. I say four is out. So that leaves me with three, one, six, and seven. Yes. Three, one, six, and seven. For me, one is out. So three, six, and seven. So that. three, six, and seven. So I would say, ah, oh man, it's hard because I'm. I know a lot of people love Gen three, but I'm not fond. I'm not that fond of it. But not not the originals anyway. Uh, I would probably say three is out. So it's between six and seven. Uh, seven. Which is X and Y and X and Y and uh, Sun and Moon. And Sun and Moon. Now my challenge is that I'm not. I wasn't really fond of the whole Z move gimmick for gen seven but they they did also have a mega evolution in that series and and z moves uh the problem with gen six is that it was a really nice like to me i really loved the area the world the pokemon but the story was whack like probably the worst so I think I just answered my question. I think I'll go with Gen Six. Gen Six, huh? That's yeah. the one. It's actually the one I skipped. But I know people love love Mega Megas. That's all people are talking about, it and they want Megas. Well, you you're a fan of Megas, right? But I'm you're, a big you're, fan of Megas. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It, you're it, encompassing it, it, everything, obviously, right? Like, and that that was a question, right? You're taking into account story, uh, gimmick. You're taking into account, I guess, you can even say graphics at the time, right? The different the differentiations between the two, um, just. An overall encompassed gen, so you're going with Gen Six as the worst. Yeah, I think so. the The champion was kind of weak. The even though you got like a bunch of uh, a bunch of rivals too in that game, they were pretty weak. The the terrain and in terms of like the area and the roads there and in between, like were kind of forgettable. There was some really good Pokemon that I like: Greninja, I like uh, Helioptile. Uh, a lot of cool Pokemon in that in that gen. I really like the the legendaries too. Um, but overall, like it it's kind of the more outside of the megas, like it's kind of a forgettable game to me. Okay. And I wish I, I'm hoping that that one gets a, done justice whenever they do go back and revisit uh, Kalos, right? That's Kalos region. Yeah. So because it, it has a lot of potential, it just needs a little bit something a little bit better. The evil team also was kind of weak to me. Mm. You see, I did not know that. You see, that's why I'm asking these questions. Now, by the other token, all right, and I don't. I, you've talk, always talked about your favorite, but I guess in terms of, you know, and again, I'm not asking about favorites. I'm asking just the best one. And again, your favorite could be the best one, obviously, this is in your opinion. So you have the worst one be Gen 6. What would be the best gen that encompasses, again, everything that, you know, whether it's uh, terrain, whether it's champion, a gimmick, you know, shoot, what's the best gen, do you think? So I always go back. I always go back and forth between a lot of people right away will will right away say like, oh, hard gold, so silver, because um, it has two regions. But a lot of people like, you know, if you go back and play it, you realize that I like Johto a lot. But then Kanto at that at that point is not really a challenge. If they would have made it made Kanto like a lot harder, maybe with. Uh, better AI and stuff like that, then it would have been, it wouldn't have been like a speed run 
which I think I've mentioned to you before of just like running through Kanto. It doesn't really do much for you. And then you get to unlock Mount Silver and or you yeah. go uh, fight the Elite Four again, go to Mount Silver. And here's the big surprise. You get to fight Red, which that's just that's awesome. But. I think had they done a little bit more for Kanto, it would it would easily like be probably one of the best ones. But all in all, I think I would probably go with Gen 5, Onova, the Onova Ooh. region, because um, they did something really interesting that a lot of people didn't like, but I loved because I do this myself as a as like a stand my first standard playthrough. I only use new Pokemon. I only use new Pokemon like for the region, unless it's a remake, right? Mm-hmm. Uh but they made you they made you be locked into uh using the regional decks, which was awesome until you unlocked the national decks post game. Yeah, uh black and white two also had hard mode, which was awesome. Uh the AI was a little bit better. They had the Pokemon sets uh in terms of moves were a little bit smarter. The uh the their level, they all went up like five, six, seven, eight levels. Uh all like you know, the gym leaders and the elite four, and it was a lot more challenging. Uh, there was also some really cool stuff. Um, I don't know if you recall. I'm sure I, everybody has to. If you played this game before, you uh, are in this little beachy area, and you uh, come across like a little, a little like bungalow, and you say, "Oh, I'm gonna go in here because you know it's standard. You walk into places, talk to people. Maybe they're gonna give you an item or something." I think we've touched on this uh, when we did our our little music thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh my god, is that?" And then here comes Cynthia. And she wants to battle you like, uh, you know, you got Cynthia came out from the gen from the previous gen. And then she establishes this thing uh, in black and white two called the. uh, The Pokemon World Tournament, which was really cool, like end game stuff where you go in there and you battle and you start off battling like the gym leaders from your region, which is a Nova gem five. Then you can, once you win or you do a certain amount of times, you can unlock uh, going up against Gen 1 gym leaders, then Gen 2, Gen 3, uh, Gen 4. And then you unlock everything, like uh, where they, it's all mixed and match. Then you can unlock like where you do a tournament amongst just champions. So you're straight up going against Cynthia. You're going against Lance. You're going against uh, Blue. Uh, so it's just Steven Stone, you know, it, the best of the best. Uh and then a lot of people also really loved the uh, uh, black and black tower, white forest. Uh, Endgame area was awesome. The subway, which was essentially like the battle tower uh, that we see like in a lot of the games now. Um, what else? The rival was pretty good in N. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, it, he went. He was very philosophical with the whole like ideals versus like. Uh, I forget what the other one was, but he he had his ideals about how Pokemon shouldn't be like enslaved or whatever. Uh, the whole team uh, behind N, uh, what was their called? Uh, team Plasma uh, was awesome. They had great music. The gym leaders were pretty cool. So I, I, overall, like just, just so many things always lead me to Unova. It also had seasons within the game. The, the landscape would change based on the season. Uh, there was even a seasonal Pokemon, uh, a deer, yeah, that yeah. Uh, he, he would change form depending on when, you know, the time period that you were playing. So I would have to go with, with uh, Gen 5. I guess, I, guess, I guess at this point I have to pick Gen 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so worse being Gen 
which we're going to say six, and best being Gen 5. And it's interesting that those are like right next to each other. It's kind of like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I get, not that it sucked, right? But Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's just hard because the games are all so good in their own way. They change the gimmicks. Uh, one of the big things, too, was the uh, Gen 6 was the first one where they tried to do like 3D mode, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. So, uh, it was, uh, it just wasn't. It. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the response. And again, just, to, just to, what is it? You go from I, best to worst, and then you have just all the different, you know, ways Pokemon just changed from one gen to the next, and it's still changing, obviously, right? When it when they made the drop to a to switch, it just you know changed completely. So um, crazy to see, and we're gonna keep getting all kinds of different iterations of what Pokemon is in the mainline game. Mm-hmm. Um, all righty. So next question. Now, the Pokemon lore is a lot of fun. It's a fun to get into. It's fun to talk about. I know my, me myself, I really enjoy the aspect of that. So uh, Pokemon represent certain uh, uh, things, right? Whereas, you know, Popkin, Dialga, you know, space and time, um, you know, Mewtwo being the clone, Mew being the uh, the DNA, you know, just different things, right? Uh, in regards to these Pokemon and how they kind of fit into why the world is the way it is right almost like the creator creation of something um Rodon and 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 Kyogre being you know uh sea and what mountain or what's Kyogre land right land sea and land um mm-hmm. so in your opinion again can you tell me a little bit about the Pokemon lore, the Pokemon lore aspect that you find most interesting you know if someone talks about hey tell me a little bit about Pokemon lore what are you going to hit them with Pokemon lore uh, if I was to give them something in terms of lore, you know, the, the whole story, I think, uh, you touched on it a little bit, but the, the whole story with the, uh, creation, with the creation trio, which is the, uh, uh, Dialga, Palkia, and then the, you know, the shadow Pokemon that lives like in the alternate dimension. Giratina is one thing that's always really interesting to me because something as as like simple as like you're catching creatures and doing this. And I, I've always loved Gem 4 for their, their evil team because to me it was just that, like an actual evil team that wanted to do really terrible things. So you, as it is with most games, uh, the evil team, depending on which uh, version you pick, will kind of dedicate themselves to one of those uh one of those pokemon and like its ideals uh of of either creating space or time like in this uh in this certain game uh so if people are into something complex like that i would probably point them in that direction and in that game you see a lot of like ruins about them uh why can't why why will this thing not mute uh a lot of a lot of ruins and stuff talking about like those Pokemon and then some other legendary Pokemon and even like a deity Pokemon that we later come to see like, oh, there's actually another one above these guys. That's like the quote unquote, like Pokemon God <laughs> in, in, in Arceus, like the one that started it all. Like that Is one it- for me in terms of legendaries and lore and stuff like that was awesome because we got not only time, space, alternate dimension, but we also got like just sheer from sheer legendaries. We got like the volcanic Pokemon. We also got the Pokemon of like nightmares. We got the Pokemon of uh, the moon. 
Yeah, yeah. I see. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's the cool the cool stuff. Moon, sun, land, sea. Uh, what would the legendary birds be? With lightning, fire, and ice. And ice. And, and ice. Right. They're, they're you know they they're kind of those. Even the genies represent some sort of of the uh, the weather patterns the and weather. stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's just the, the fact that they all just encompass something. It's always it's always been super super genius. Just a hey, you're just a Pokemon for just about any reason why the world you know is alive or the world is you know the way it is hey you know like lugia ho oh you know what i mean like it's just i think it's cool um so you would go with that I, the pakidalga giratina well i would yeah i would go with with gen 4 overall just because of the sheer number of legendaries and like what they stand for in that in that generation awesome you see and that's what i was thinking i know a lot of people like uh uh, Rayquaza a lot, right? Represents the sky, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're they're considered like the weather trio, where you like you said, Groudon is the ground, Kyogre is the water, and you know they're in an endless fight against each other to dominate each other. But then the guardian that state that like keeps them in check is is uh, Rayquaza, yes. And then we also get in that gen, we also got our first. Uh, mythical was uh, that was was an alien we did get more different kinds of aliens okay, later, yeah, yeah, later yeah. but we got our uh you know somebody uh a pretty crazy pokemon that by the name of dioxus yeah and it's always it's always been a trip and for some reason i don't know when you start talking about it all the craziness uh if you're like unknown in the pokemon movies right you have entei and you know what unknown represents as far as like the hieroglyphic start part is concerned, it's always mm-hmm. just been a it's always been just been a crazy awesome giant trip that I've always enjoyed getting into as far as the lore is, is concerned. Like you know, and sometimes I'll even go back to it um, and just kind of you know talk about it a little bit because it is that fun. All right, so next one. So we talked about the lore. Now I just do I do want to get a little bit into the regions. Can you tell me a bit about some of the regions um, in these games? I know right now we're going to be on Gen Nine, and we know that the Paldia region is a representation of the or their counterpart is going to be Spain, right? Um, so, can you tell me a bit about the other ones in previous generations? I just kind of like their corresponding counterparts from you know who they're based off of, or I'm sorry, what region they're based are off of in the real world. You know, I was afraid that you were going to stump me in terms of which which every region is based off exactly, uh-huh. and I think this is where you get me because I know some of them. But I don't know all of them. Well, give me the ones you do know. Give me the ones you do know, because I know. And you, we we talk about it a bit. We mentioned it because I don't know them all, and I I know, um, because I know there's UK, there's New York. Just hit, hit hit them with me. Hit them. I know that I know that Kanto and Johto are both Japan. Okay. I know that Kalos, I believe, is uh is in is French. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I think Kalos is French. Uh, the Galar region. Uh, is the Gal is Galar the one that's supposed to be tied to X and Y? Is it French too? Uh, Galar is. I thought Galar was tied to uh, UK. In, no, Sc- Scotland. No, isn't is, you know, You're right. You're right. Britain. That's the one that's the yeah, UK. That's UK. That's our, yeah, because that's our latest one. That's true. I was thinking of the wrong one. Uh, Unova. I don't yeah, know. I honestly, yeah, I honestly don't know Unova. And I don't know Gen 3. I'm not too familiar with Gen 3 either. Owen? Yes. Okay, so all right. So we got Jodo and Kanto Japan, Hoenn, oh, Kalos, oh, oh, Unova. Unova. 
Unova, you, you know what it is in Unova because of the central area where it's like the giant city in the middle is because that's supposed to be like New York City. Okay, that's I know I knew one of them was there, uh, New York. What Gen Six? What am I? Oh, because I didn't play Gen Six. Where did Gen, Gen Six take place? Uh, it's called Kalos, and that one's the one that's French. Okay. Uh, Gen, uh, uh, Gen so, uh, so Gen Four is Sino. Sino. Oh my god. Gen oh, Four Sino, and that one I, I really don't know. Uh, totally forgot. But, but you know what? I it, it makes sense. I I don't know for sure, but because of because Kalos. I mean, not Kalos. Alola being like island based, you would think you would have yeah, to be yeah. Hawaii, right? Yeah, or the yeah, exactly. All yeah, right. so we so we have Japan, Japan. I'm not sure about three and four. Unova is something like with the United States because of like the buildings and stuff like that. Yeah, New York. Uh, I think. Kalos would be French. Alola would be Hawaiian, and Galar would be the UK. That's, so, hey, that's five of seven, five of eight, no three, six of eight. I'm sorry. So we. It's all good, and if you count nine, that's seven of nine. Um, based off the top of your head, I, I like your, I like that. And again, it was just something to talk about. Nothing. I didn't want to stump you. I wasn't on a mission to stump you. You got me, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and it was just regions, and, and again, just the corresponding counterparts. All right, no worries. This next one should be a fun one. All right. So, in your opinion, again, in your opinion, who is the first Pokemon? Rhydon, Bulbasaur, Mew, or Arceus? In my opinion, who was the first Pokemon? Uh, say, the list, say, the, say the list again. So, right I can on? Say, so I can say why that's the reason. Right on, is that because he was the first one made? First code, yes, and coding, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Bubblesaur? So that, that's, because of, that's because of coding. Bubblesaur <laughs> uh-huh. would be because of Pokedex entry. Yes, Mew? Mew would be because he's the ancestor of everybody. Or and the, and the DNA Pokemon, and then yeah. Ar- Ar- Arceus would be because he's the you know the god of Pokemon, and he's the one that started it all. Yes. So, who is the first Pokemon in your opinion? In my opinion, if you're just gonna blindly ask me the question like that, yeah, I'm going to go with Bulbasaur. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Obviously, right? Yeah. If you were to just ask me, hey, who's the first Pokemon? Bulbasaur. Now, if you like, if I realize that what you're trying to get at, it's like, well, he wasn't the first one coded into the game. Like, I know who that is. Uh, is it the the ancestor? Because to me, to me, Mew is never is the only one that's never really going to be the answer. Because he would be the answer if you were looking for like the first Pokemon ever pre Gen Four. Yeah. But post Gen Four, like when you learn about uh, Arceus being like the god of Pokemon, like. To me, he, that trumps like Mew's uh, claim to be number one. So it's really between those other three, based on like if you want to get technical, like or what way you want to get technical. And that's why I asked it, right? Just so that way, you know, people out there can and they understand. Right on with being the, the first one made, like Dato made. That's the first Pokemon yeah. they've ever they've ever worked with. Bubblesaur being number one Dex Dex entry. Uh, Mew being the DNA and Arceus being the creator of Pokemon, so I get yeah. it, it's it's perspective. And I kind of just want to throw a little fun fact out yeah, there. And I would I would eliminate Mew first. Uh-huh. Then I would eliminate uh right uh right on. Then I would eliminate. Then it would be a back and forth between either the first Pokemon entry or the first Pokemon period. First Pokemon period. Yeah. And I I think just because of the sheer amount of people that know who Bulbasaur is and not Arc. Ar- Arceus, I would probably go with Bulbasaur. 
like right, now now thinking about it and by process of elimination i feel like bulbasaur is the best choice great answer i, I like that process of elimination i like how you gave a reason for each one uh as to why bulbasaur you know just number one he's number one in the entry and he's number one for a reason right mm-hmm. all right so now in this one uh, as of right now and i'm pretty sure it's not confirmed that's just about confirmed right in Gen 9, we do not have a new EV evolution. If we did, which typing would you like to see next that we don't already have? Hmm. That's interesting. I've, I have always, I know people, it's not, it, it probably isn't the sexy answer that everybody wants to hear because we what need dragon. We, okay. we, need, we need dragon. We need ghost. We need rock. We need ground. We need uh, poison. Poison. A uh, bug, but I actually would love a normal Eevee evolution. Huh. I would love to see Eevee grow into like what we just in the regular. Yeah, that's interesting. That's we interesting. also need flying. We also need flying is another one. Uh, we do have ice. We have grass. We have fire, water, electricity. Uh, steel. We need steel as well. Yeah, they're, they're still playing a go around. That's why I asked. Uh, just because in my case, like, I, I want a ghost Eevee. I think mm-hmm. I'd just be super, you know, sept, just super cool to see, right? Some sort of, you know, shady scepter looking thing, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah. they're, always, they're always fun to kind of, you know, get into and talk about as to why, what they might look like. I know there's people out there who actually go and create their own Eevee evolutions uh, for and, types and, that we don't have. And come up with some amazing names, oh, too. Hell, yeah. And stuff dude. like that. So... Uh, artists really always go hard with that and to me like i just want because evie is already so cute such a cute pokemon that's why so many people love her and because she can turn into anything and they all have like their strengths and weaknesses when you talk about like uh vaporeon i know he's one of marcus's favorites for whatever reason uh <laughs> you know being super being like a, a like a tank a tanky pokemon uh Jolteon being like uh, very fast and hits very hard with special attack. Um, you have Flareon that is an attacker. She has a very high, I think she has a high base attack and a high defense too. Uh, Umbreon, which is just a wall of a Pokemon. Like she has very high defense. It's ridiculous. Uh, Espeon also is a special attacker. So you can just play them all so many different ways. Uh, so... You know, be fun I, to have some and I would love, I would love just to uh, a normal like. If you think this is cute, like, what is she gonna become when she like stays herself, but not really? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. imagine a more regal version of of Evie. Yeah, super. That's awesome. And what name they would they you know they would come with Evie on <laughs> something like that. You know, but it's just it's just cool cool to talk about uh, to to think about something different to talk about. Um, in terms of the different evolutions that we hope to be getting again there are no rush obviously right but um yeah just to kind of see more or less on what we're out there going with the evs but a normal one that's actually a really cool southern answer i was expecting something else yeah uh, that's why i say i've always wanted that and i know it's not the sexy answer like i said but to me like that's always been the answer that i've always given to that question there was like a in, in in the Let's Go series, they did give Eevee like some special attacks that made her and Pikachu in their respective games OP. And I think there was even like a special move that you could use with Eevee in Gen 7. Where like she would do this move and all her evolutions would pop out uh, and stuff like that. And there was an iteration of Eevee. I, I don't know why I can't remember, but there was like a 
a move where she got I think it was that I think actually think it was that move where they would all come out and they would buff her. They would all give her like all the buffs, every single stat buff where she would become like super strong. That's and then you you throw an EV an EVO light on her which uh which ba- uh buffs the attacks of any pokemon that can evolve that has not and all of a sudden like she's a completely different pokemon like yeah she's cute but she'll kick your butt <laughs> that's that's super cool dude and again Eevee became this i, I don't want to say the de facto second mascot right but when let's go pikachu and let's go Eevee came out Eevee st- kind of started gaining this popularity that you you know i didn't think twice about strangely enough pikachu's always been the mascot for pokemon and then eevee just kind of came out of nowhere now you kind of see you know eevee on boxes and eevee being you know all every, every time there's some sort of uh whether it's a direct or some sort of promotion a tcg or any, any sort eevee is always there and eevee is going to be in every game isn't eevee and charizard no eevee and pikachu are who are they which pokemon are in every single generation which pokemon eevee? are in, yeah i think so I know Eevee. Yeah, pretty sure. If I'm not mistaken, I know. I know for sure. I know for sure. It's Eevee's in every one. Yeah, and, and one of the few because not very many Pokemon are you know in all of them. Eevee is actually one of them, and I, I'm pretty sure this list is less than five um, out of the 900 that there are. Uh, Pikachu, Eevee. I don't remember if Charizard was one or not. Um, Snorlax, I think, is one. Snorlax is in all of them too. Yeah, Ditto has to be because of breeding. Yeah. Uh, Magikarp, I think, is in every game. Really? I oh, think so. Awesome. I think so, because there's a, he's he's always, like, the standard fish Pokemon that you catch, like, below, like, with the old rod, right? Like, yeah. you always start off with, like, the, the lower tier, like, rod. And I think he's always been, like, the standard. And that might be more than five. But I know it's not much. Kind of a little fun fact there. That was a... Uh... That was a question that was asked on the whim because that's a that's a good that's a good question too because I'm curious. Um, but yeah, no, those are a few that I knew off the top of my head that were kind of in every gen. Right. So not very many questions left. Two questions left. Um, I think Zubat. Awesome. I think I think Zubat would be one too probably because I think he's in every cave. Yeah, Zubat. Yeah, and then that by and then by by you know obviously Golbat you know, um, including the evolutions. So. Yeah, they're, they're actually they're more than five, obviously, right? But I was thinking more base Pokemon than anything. So don't don't hit me. Um, but yeah, I have two questions left for you. Um, you've done awesome so far. You know, I've learned a lot, strangely enough. Um, and it's a lot of fun, right? It's a lot of fun. So next question. And this one, I didn't know how many numbers I wanted to give you. Very similar, very similar to what we were talking about a while back. And again, in your opinion, um, and it's, you know, I went with the gen question. But in this case... If you were to only have three types at your disposal for these Pokemon, which types would you rather have? And, and again, you can only pick three, and you cannot use any of the other ones. You cannot have them. You cannot use them in no way, shape, or form. I am allowing dual-type Pokemon. So, for example, if they have, you know, if you pick Bug and they have Flying and Bug, I will, and, you know, Flying is not one of your three, I, you, I will allow having it in your possession. So you're saying types. you're saying I can only use three different types on a on a run or period like all the games. All games, three types, all games. These are your three. You have your three go to types. At the end of the day, these are the three types that you that you like that you you're gonna go you're you're gonna you're gonna roll with these three at all times. 
Okay, so it's funny that you asked this because I've always thought to myself, if I was to be a monotype gym leader, what would my type be? And my answer has always been bug. Yeah, that's why I mentioned bug because I, I think my, I knew that. My my answer has always been that I would be a bug type gym leader. Uh, which which now is going to change a lot with it coming into Gen Five because you can uh, terrestrialize and change your typing. Uh, so maybe maybe uh, yeah, sorry, Gen uh, Gen Nine. So, uh, uh, for sure, one would be bug. Bug. I think because of that. I mean, I could either choose to build around that, or if I'm just going to pick like what I want on my team. I would probably go with bug, ground, and probably, man, fairy is very, very strong. Fairy is, yeah. I I would say bug, ground, and mm, that third one is hard. Let's go with dragon. Bug ground and dragon. Dragon's real strong too. I mean, because I, I are there are there types I don't want to say obviously, right? But there's gonna be types with with just crazy Pokemon that are just super strong right now. For some reason I've always constituted that dragon being one of those and fairy being those two that are just, you know, strong Pokemon regardless all around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever reason, they've always been on the top of my head. You were like, I always feel like Ghost is kind of on the weaker spectrum, even though I love, I, I like Ghost type Pokemon a lot. I like Ice type Pokemon a lot. Uh, electric type, you know, but, you know, a while back, and I remember doing that list where it was like, your favorite Pokemon for each type. And we kind of did that thing. And I noticed that, you know, for example, like Electricity, I love Ampharos, one of my favorites. I love Raichu. But in whole and all, like as far as like, the Electricity type, there's not very many strong pokemon as compared to like someone like yeah like you had mentioned bug or ground or uh or fairy man fairy has some strong ones dude you know just things like that it's always been it's, it's always been interesting to kind of see the different typings of the pokemon or each type so you're going with bug ground and dragon those would be your three yes huh those would be my types i had no idea about the other two i, I think uh, yeah i i think we've talked about like what my monotype would be like a couple times but yeah i knew bug like bug for some reason and for some whatever reason I always associate like when it comes to bug uh, uh locorona is always for whatever reason there like when i think of you and bug i don't know why locorona comes to mind but she does yeah yeah funny story actually i was just playing not too long ago uh just randomly logged into uh to Sword and Shield and ran started running some raids with some people so I could try out some of those uh, Pokemon they recently released, the Volcanion, uh, Marshadow, and uh, Genesect. And uh, Eternatus, my sh- the shiny Eternatus they put out. And I started running some raids and somebody pops up with a Volcarona raid saying he needs help, uh, the raid den, right? Uh, so I got in there and I was like, holy crap, it's shiny. And I text Marcus right away. And then as soon as I text him, I said to myself, you idiot. You shouldn't have said anything until you catch him. Because now you jinx yourself and the the MFR is going to run away. Uh-huh. Well, I throw the Pokeball and then... Think, think. Think, think. Think, think. He freaking broke out. And 
I had to text Marcus like, yeah, dude, he he ran away. Like, it's okay. I didn't want him anyway. And Marcus was, <laughs> I was like, I've never liked Volcarona. And he's like, uh, that's not true. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it is. Shut up. Because <laughs> it's a yellow Volcarona too, right? Oh, you messed up, dude. So bad. Oh, man. Because Sun Shinies are just amazing. And Volcarona is one of those. It's just an awesome color palette. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, last... I've always loved, I've, and, and to add on to like what you said with Volcarona, I've always loved probably Volcarona. Uh, Scolipede is the one that I love too. And uh, Beedrill. I've always loved Beedrill. And it was awesome to just get a mega Beedrill. That's, I, for some reason, I, I would have said Beedrill. I knew Volcarona too, but I would have said Beedrill too, I think. I don't know about Scolipede. I don't know about that one. Yeah, just because his uh, his uh, hidden ability, he's he's bug and poison, and his hidden ability is speed boost. I've hmm. I've always like been a I, like that drives me crazy. I love that he has speed boost. And if the other team checks your your scolipede, where you can't really do much to them, because he does get access to uh, swords dance. Meanwhile, you're boosting your speed too. You can throw in a protect get double attack, double speed, and you can either hit them because he has pretty good coverage in, ter- in terms of his moves, or you can also baton pass and give the two the double speed boost and the double attack boost to one of your other Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I, to me, I've always <laughs> thought that like you could do like a lot of stuff with him. Educational, for sure, because... And again, if anybody, if you know the, the listeners and stuff, you can learn a lot. I know what I'm telling you. You can learn a lot from this guy. All right. So I don't last know what question. the hell he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking about something. <laughs> uh, last question. And again, this is the last uh, question for Pokemon. And again, um, this is Rico's baby, his favorite franchise of all time. And it's always a pleasure and always fun to listen to the different things that kind of come out. And again, because I know Pokemon. I know Pokemon fairly well above average. But obviously, when you're dealing with somebody who knows more than you, it's always fun. You know, and especially with someone like Rico, who you think you know, but then you always kind of learn something new. Um, so last question. Can you just explain what Pokemon means to you and what makes it your, your favorite? And I, we might have talked about this in the past, right? But I'm talking about it again. Yeah, uh, it's 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 kind of hard to put into words because the 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 game, you know, initially, you know, you're always going to remember the first game that you like get into and take a deep dive into and uh, and stuff like that. But, you know, just, uh, you know, growing up and it going from something that's just about catching all these Pokemon and like a collecting type of game to like more raising these Pokemon in a certain ways in terms of like stats. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's aspects where like your Pokemon love you and they do more damage for you because of that with certain moves. There's even a move uh, called frustration where the more your Pokemon hates you, the more damage he does. Uh, so it's stuff like that. That's then, cool. Then, then you grow, you grow up, uh, you grow up, or as we're growing up, there's so much more to it than just like catching them all. It becomes about being the champion and catching these legendaries that initially are just like uh, fire, ice, and lightning, and then like this 
crazy psychic Pokemon that, you know, he has to be the strongest. Well, no, there's actually more. And now we have uh, my personal favorite from Gen 2 uh, legendary Pokemon, Lugia. Once Lugia shows up, he's the guardian of the sea. And then you are all of a sudden playing in two gens, not just, or in two uh, areas, not just one. Then, you know, like just the sheer number of Pokemon that, that we have now and the sheer ways that you can enjoy the franchise, whether it's the games, whether it's the cards, whether it's the toys, whether it's the anime, uh, it, it's just, it, it's for everybody. And then you can enjoy it yourself in terms of just being a collector. You can just try and find, by ways of collecting, I mean, you can try and catch them all. Complete your Pokedex. You can try and catch certain shinies that are your favorite. You can shiny hunt. You can um, go ahead and try the battle tree. You can battle competitively. You can make friends and get in, uh, what do you call them? Message boards or like Discord, Reddit, and trade with people online. Uh, kind of, you know, making, forcing you to socialize and meet other people and have little transactions like, oh, I'll give you this shiny. You give me this one. This is my favorite Pokemon. Well, what's yours? Uh, you know, even just us, there's been a couple of games where me and you like both get real into, and it's always really exciting to have you uh, into the game. I know one of the big ones was Gen 4 when we both got into. I rem I'll never forget going to, uh, was it coaching school at the time that you went with us? And we were both in like deep into Gen 4. And yeah. uh, and we battled like we stayed at a hotel with my dad and he took us to the exhibit and dropped us off at the zoo. But I, I'll never forget that around that time, Gen 4 had come out on our DSs and we're we're raising our Pokemon. Good, I still and, remember that. Man. And uh, well, all I'm going to say is Garchomp. God, dude. I, dude, I tell you a story because I had you, bro. I had I not even had you. I thought I had you. We had like two Pokemon left. I had like five or whatever. And I was like, yeah, Garchomp comes out. I have no answer. I just started eliminating all my Pokemon. I was just looking at the stun like, oh my god, what the hell just happened? I was defeated, man. Garchomp was that was ridiculous. He's a he's a beast and he still is. Uh and then plus now the phenomenon that is Pokemon Go. Uh, you know, there's now Pokemon Unite. I've I'm I'm really hoping that at, at some point we get an, an auto chess Pokemon game. Uh we have a new generation coming out, new Pokemon, new gimmick. It's it's always it's always changing, yet it stays the same. Uh, in terms of like what you love and the background and being able to play it your way alone with other people, uh, th there's just so many different ways that it hook that it can hook you. That what's not to love, um, and you know I just have so many memories, and then I'm able to share it with my friends. I'm able to share it now with my nephew, uh, which I actually really excited to see him because recently he's been very, for some reason, he's been all about uh, Ekans, the snake Pokemon. And I actually have a shiny one in Pokemon Go that I'm going to trade him. And he doesn't know that yet. So when I see him next, he's going to be super excited. Um. So yeah, it's just, it's just been a constant. And honestly, like what, uh, what... How many things can you count that you have enjoyed since you were six, seven, eight years old? Uh, you know, I would be willing to bet that it's not very many things. And for I bet that those things that you can say that about are probably your favorite, too. Yes, of course.
so I don't know. It's just always been there. It, it changes it, but but not too much. And there's 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 just so many ways, you know, that, to love it. I, it's it's hard for me to put it into words. Without, no, man, you're doing that. I mean, I, I know I said a lot, but I just feel like I haven't done it justice because I just love these games that much. And no, no. Uh, there, yeah. there, there's a Pokemon out there for everybody. Like, think about that. Hell somebody, yeah, somebody loves like somebody's favorite Pokemon is Garbodor. I mean, well, I don't know about him, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, sure there is. There is, Wouldn't yeah. It? Vanilla, Krabby, you know, Kingler. Uh, you can think of even the more like mundane, the, boring the Pokemon. Krabby Krab, Krab and Kingler actually have a huge like. People love Krabby and Kingler. Uh, really? Dang. I yes. Yeah. Uh, I I know Garbodor and what's what's the uh, evolution or the pre-evolution? Trubbish. Trubbish. Oh, dude, like, yeah, but there is. I I think there was a poll a while back where um people were kind of what was it? Saw it somewhere, right? Like, what's your I, favorite Pokemon and? I think somebody did a poll to see if there's any Pokemon left out. And I think there was maybe three. Who were they? I can't remember. Neither do I. I can't remember who they were. But of course, you're limiting yourself to the people that are on this Reddit thread. Because I think that's, that's what true. it was. So there, like, there has to be somebody. If there really is only three answers, like somebody out there likes that Pokemon for some reason or another. Yeah. So. Great. Honestly, no, no. Great answer. And you can tell just what it means to you as a whole. And obviously just the, the profound impact it had on you since childhood all the way up until now. Pokemon's been around for 25 years uh, plus, and it's, it's, not going to, it's not going away you know, at all. It's here to stay, it's gonna be here to stay, and new generations, old generations are gonna be hopping that bandwagon. Um, and if anybody says, you know, don't, you're too old, no, bullshit. At the end of the day, it's something you enjoy, it's something you love, and if it's going to bring that happiness for you, and you know, just by all means, take it, take it and run with it. Because, you know, it's something that's just part of life, right? You kind of look for just the small moments and happiness parts of life that you're just going to be able to get through. And especially where times where it seems where it's rough, it's difficult. But if you have something to kind of fall back on, it'll make it just a little bit more bearable and a little bit more sane. Keep us sane, at least. Keep us grounded. So, excellent answer, man. Um, it's it was it's fun to talk to you about, you know, what you enjoy and what you appreciate, and um, just you know your favorite in general. I, I know Pokemon is your favorite. I wanted to kind of talk about it a bit, um, just because I knew you would have a blast with it. But we're not done yet because I got three more bonus questions just for you. Ooh. Now these bonus questions are not Pokemon related, but I know you. I know you enjoy these in different ways. So let's see, let's see what you have to say about these. Okay. Starting from right. the top, I give you an easy one. And these are just quick hitters, you know, just briefly. You can talk about them briefly, or you can go on. It's up to you. Resident Evil, one game and why? Resident Evil, one game and why? I will have to go with Resident Evil 2, just because I feel like it is the perfect balance of horror and action. And I don't think there's another game like it in that it starts off what feels like as one genre. And then if you're not familiar with the game, I know you are, a big thing happens and there is a new mechanic slash enemy, whatever you want to call it, introduced into the game. And from that point forward, the game completely changes because you always have to be mindful of that new mechanic in the game. And it kind of, it throws like a wrench at you. Uh, I never did play, I never did play the original one, but I knew of the game. And now since they re-released it, uh graphically phenomenal 
uh, I'm actually not a big fan of, I'm not that big a fan of Leon. I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of him, but I'm, I'm more of a Chris guy. So yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For, for me to say like that, it's Leon's game, Leon and, uh, and Claire's game. That is probably my favorite, the best one, you know, it, it left that big of an impact because it has the horror. It has the puzzles. It has the action. Everything it has the it. enemies, everything like it perfectly encompasses that. And I know a lot of people do say there are some people, you know, it's usually goes between either two or four, but I'm in the two camp. For now, we'll wait till part four comes out. Nah, I, I love part two even prior. Part two and part four had always been my favorite. I am a Leon fanboy, and I remember playing part two, which was scary well, growing up as hell. S64, man, scary as hell. And then oh, part yeah. four on GameCube was just awesome. So uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, so we do have Resident Evil 4 remake coming soon. So I hope that, you know, it's going to blow off our mind. All right, next question. It's been a long while already since we talked about Elden Ring. So um, now that a lot of time has passed, we haven't been on that boat, right? And, you know, the hype, the hype is kind of you know, not died down, but still there, especially the DLC rumor. But uh, what was your, what was the most memorable part for you, or your favorite character? What did you enjoy the most, boss? Maybe. Hmm, it's a good question. Uh, obviously, I would say it's the first thing you thought of when I mentioned Elden Ring, whatever it may be. Well, the first thing you, the first thing you. You threw into my head when you mentioned Elden Ring is I want to play more, <laughs> and I'm I'm really hyped for the for the uh, the DLC. To be honest, uh, yeah. if I had to give you a moment, it would probably be. It's weird because the final boss was kind of forgettable to me. Yeah, yeah, but, no, I, I, yeah. But I think uh, I think the Radon fight was actually really really awesome because it was kind of, it was very unique uh the first time you fight him and you think and it's funny because it became like a big thing where like you would watch streamers and different people like go and fight uh Radon and you uh you think you have him and then he just you say whoa what the hell is boom like and yeah. he's back and the whole time like he he because he he hit hard and then on top of that um it's funny because he's like this huge giant guy riding on this like tiny horse and i'm like dude that poor horse bro and then uh i i later learned that some people didn't even fight radon like that to me that's crazy yeah you could well no you could skip him oh that's true. You, didn't, you didn't have to fight him you only had to fight two i think of the of the main big bads and of course with us we're gonna try and do everything so yeah i would probably say radon i i really liked going through the uh what was it called volcano manor oh, it was yeah. also a lot of fun uh being like a you know signing up to be like a quote-unquote like hitman for them uh and then wrapping up that whole storyline with uh what was his name the Which guy one? that you're the guy that you're with and and ends up in jarberg and then, um oh man he's uh something with a d dialos dialos yeah dialos storyline i really like that guy the big uh you know the the companions that you get along the way the big wolf guy too like he had a really nice story uh ronnie was pretty cool i hated fear i knew she was a traitor yeah, right went from the beginning <laughs> So yeah, so overall, I know the characters were just amazing. I would, I would like to have a more 
and this is just me being just I'm not taking away, but just a story driven because I loved the lore and it was told in different aspects. The characters are amazing. The memories were awesome. And strangely enough, I did have my favorite characters. Not getting into that now. Um, and I do want to know more about the lore overall, which is why it would be amazing anime or something like that. But oh, yes, the, it would. the one thing that was most memorable for me is right there in the beginning where that stupid chest teleports you into this mine or to whatever mm. the underground. And then you walk out and you see Kated for the very first time and you don't know what the hell it is. The sky is red and you're like, where the hell am I? Like, this is... It was a trip. It was a ridiculous. And I said, what? This, this shit's for real, man. So uh, it's great. And I hope we go back. I hope we get more. And I hope Elden Ring is that franchise that they roll with, man. Because damn. You know what I mean? Damn. Top tier. Top tier. And you know what? I, I got that experience too. But at that point, I was already pretty powerful. So it wasn't like a oh shit moment. Like, what? how do I get out of here kind of thing. It was uh-huh. just like, oh, I'm going to kick these guys' ass too. All right, so last bonus question, and this this will be the last question to wrap up our discussion. So I know this game in particular is one that you've always talked about. It's been out for many, many years, but uh, tell me about your favorite experience with Skyrim. I've never played, but I know you've played it many a time. Oh, shit. You're hitting me with Skyrim. One one memory, because I know you got plenty. Just that one, you know, that's going to solidify what Skyrim is for you. So... There's a the concept of Skyrim is you're a dragonborn character that has like intrinsic powers where you can use what they call the words of a dragon. Uh, you can speak them and use their powers, which becomes like fire breath, ice breath, um, uh, the push, like a push, which is the the big one that everybody knows, the Fusroda. And uh, at some point in the DLC, you come across. Uh, an enemy that is actually the very first dragonborn ever. So going into battle against him where you're not just fighting a vampire, a dragon, a, um, a werewolf, a sorcerer or something like that, but you're fighting one of your own and the original and supposedly the most powerful of all time. You know, that that kind of thing, I guess, always, I'm always a sucker for that kind of thing. Like, you're going to fight the OG. Like, if you're going to be the best, you have to beat the best. And his fight was ridiculous. Like, he was hard. Uh, so that, that would probably be the one. Because he had a very unique-looking armor set. He had a very unique-looking dragon himself that he would ride. Uh, so I, I think that would be the biggest memory. That DLC... Where you you you're introduced to the first Dragonborn. I can't remember his name right now, but uh, yeah, fighting against the the OG version of yourself. That's hey man, it's awesome. And, yeah, and I'm okay. I'm super pumped that we're getting Elden Ring. I mean, uh-huh. Elden Ring, Elder Scrolls again. Yeah, I was gonna say Elder Scrolls Six. I know it's a ways off, but I know the fact that they teased it is in development. It's a big deal for you. Is his name Malik? It might be Malik. See. You, you would know. I, I would. I've never played Skyrim, so yeah. I'm just thinking out loud. So that was the last question for discussion. What do you think overall of the questions? Good, good. And I actually have a lot of. His name was Mirak, Mirak, the original Dragonborn. So I thought it was good. I actually thought you were gonna ask me a lot more stuff about like my favorites and stuff like that. And I actually have a lot of stuff written down. Because I was trying to be ready. So I can actually shoot them all if you want me to just tell you. 
Sure, great. Go ahead. Again, I, I, I stayed away from the whole favorite things. I know it's something that's always asked, and it's a very generic question. I really wanted to get more into the just Pokemon in general, some of the stuff we never really talked about. But yeah, go ahead, man. Shoot. All right, here we go. Favorite legend, Lugia. Favorite legend set, Creation Trio. Favorite type, I would, I, we talked about that. I would be a bug type, monotype gym leader. Mm-hmm. Favorite gym leader. Now, I'm super biased because of Blue slash Gary, if you know him from the games, manga, or the anime. But Blue with his Arcanine, like that, it made me, I, I'm, I'm in love with Arcanine. He's probably my second favorite Pokemon right after Squirtle. Uh, but then also he has Rhydon and either Gyarados or Blastoise, depending where you fight him. Uh, he always has a Pidgeot. He carries a Machamp too most of the time. So uh, Blue slash Gary, if not him, maybe Volkner from Gen Ooh. 5 because he has a Luxray that is just a beast. Um, Claire is also very memorable from Gen 2 with her Kingdra. Uh, from Gen 1, if not for... Uh, blue, I'd probably pick Koga because of Weezing. I've always liked oh, Weezing yeah. and the whole like I'm a I'm a ninja slash uh, what would you call it status user, which he tries to toxic human poison. Uh, my favorite set of gym leaders would probably be Unova. Uh, Roxy is a memorable gym leader because she's a poison type. Berg uh, with his bug type because of the the little. Um, obstacles you have to go through where you're like going through these little web things like that are essentially like elevators i don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. um elisa is actually a very a fan favorite because she's kind of like a like a model uh, clay and his gym uh iris the dragon trainer who later becomes the actually the champion in in the second iteration black and white too and there's also a very special moment in uh, gen 5 where you are confronted by the evil team and what they call like their sages uh, when you're trying to get to end to have your final battle. And then plus later you're surprised by guesses mm-hmm. where you're it's you against like all the gym leaders. And they're all like going to jump you and all of the I mean, you against the sages and the gym leaders come and bail you out. And there's one gym leader per sage. And it's just such an epic moment there. Like there's never been something else with the gym leaders like that. Um, best region. We did. I did talk about, uh, I did talk about, uh, Unova about how I think that's the best thing. Like with the, with the playthrough stuff with hard mode, uh, Cynthia, um, world tournament. Uh, but in terms of just the land, I've always liked Sinnoh and I've always liked that Sinnoh gen four had Mount Coronet, which kind of was like interconnected everywhere. And then that's also where you find Spear Pillar, where you end up fighting uh, the evil team uh, and the respective legendary that they try and control. Later, you go there with your with your Azure Flute and you find uh, you find Arceus and you, you know, battle him, try and catch him, whatever. Uh, Best starter set. I think best starter set is probably still Gen 1, Uh, you know, just because they're all so lovable. It feels like. There's always there's favorites in every gen, but those three like they're just it's hard Like you're not going to ever touch those. I don't think uh, I'm still waiting on my boy Blastoise to get some love. He's the only one that doesn't have a dual type, which I'm still very salty about. I would love for them to throw him like either steel or rock just because of his shell, you know, or his cannons, you know, steel. Um, the best elite four Kanto also all the way. Laura Lee oh, with her with her app with her Lapras Bruno with his Machamp. Uh, Agatha with her with her Gengar 
and uh, Lance with his Dragonite, all highlighted by your by your uh, champion blue. Uh, best champion is uh, Cynthia because she has the theme, she has the team, and she is a dream. She's the best champion. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. The theme, yes. That was... uh, best music, best music, black and white, because it's just all the way around. Awesome. And Gen 8 was actually really close because, holy crap, the music in Gen 8 was really oh, good. But but for me, it's still Gen 5 with the music. Um, I also had, here's a couple notes. We're uh, talking about, we talked about it. Gen 4 is a is a very special one in my heart because Marcus and I played it uh, together very, very, like, we're real into it. Uh, best rival, I would have to go either N or Silver. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot about Silver, man. How did I forget about Silver? Yeah, because Silver initially, like, you think, like, holy crap, this kid is a bad guy because he he starts off by literally stealing a Pokemon, right, in, uh, in Gen 2, uh -huh. Gold and Silver. And then later on, you actually find out that the reason he is the way he is and kind of a little shithead is because he actually has a deadbeat dad, which turns <laughs> out to be Giovanni. Yeah. So, you know, just a little fun fact there. Um, I think uh, some of the best comp mons over the years have probably been, uh, or my favorite comp mons have probably been Garchomp, normal Garchomp, base Garchomp, not Mega Garchomp, because actually Mega Garchomp is kind of a nerf because of the whole speed reduction he gets, I think. Uh, Kyogre and Groudon when it came to like Primal Reversion in, uh, in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was really cool because of the weather. And being able to control weather and make your rain teams, your sun teams. And that that's always been real fun. I also do like anything that has to do with, uh, what do you call it? Uh, twisting the dimensions and reversing the speed. What is mm -hmm. the move called? Uh, uh, it's the one that... Trick, uh, room. Trick room. Trick room. Trick room teams are always real fun for me. Uh, some of my favorite abilities include the ones that are broken. Or the broken ability is Protean. Protean is ridiculous, which uh, in Gen 8, that was introduced in Gen 6 with Greninja as a special ability. Then I believe does, uh, what is the name of the, that other Pokemon that carries it? I think Kecleon also has it. And then now we have a different iteration of Protean with uh, Libero or Libero, however you want to yeah. say it, uh, with... Uh, What's your boy's name? Cinderace. 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 So that one is just to me a very broken ability, either offensively, which is the case most of the time, or even defensively, if you're trying to protect yourself. Uh, amongst like the normal abilities that I think are good but not broken, uh, Technician is one that I love because it buffs anything that's 60 base damage up to 90. So it's particularly because there's moves that are like that have speed priority, like quick attack, uh, vacuum wave. Um, and those kinds of moves, like it automatically like changes, completely changes what they're able to do. Uh, and that's not on top of if that move is also a, a stab move, which uh, if you're not familiar with Pokemon, that's same type attack bonus. So if you're a fighting move and you use Vacuum Wave, which is actually, uh, it might it might be the it might be the only special attacking priority move, or there might be an Ice one. I'm not I don't remember. But if you use that on a fighting Pokemon, you get the technician buff plus the stab buff, which is another 1.5 buff uh, to that. I also really like Regenerator, which is uh, more for wall type Pokemon, particularly on Slowbro. I use it a lot 
which what happens is you take you go into battle, you take damage, you kind of wall off a Pokemon, force him to switch, you switch your your Slowbro back, and he gets a third of his HP back with Regenerator. Dope, dope, dope ability. Best Pokemon professor. I gotta go with my boy Kuk- uh, Kukui. Oh really? I gotta go with Kukui because there's a lot of good ones, but Kukui, his specialization. Every Pokemon professor has their specialization, whether it's Elm and like um, breeding, or, or uh, who was the one? What was the Sadist one? The Sadist one. I can't remember her name, but she was like uh, about the Dynamax phenomenon, right? Uh, yeah. Kukui was uh, specializing in, in Pokemon attacks, and that's why we get Z moves and all that in that generation. It makes sense. He's also by night. He's a masked hero, which is he's kind of like a luchador, <laughs> and he actually is the founder and first ever champion of the Pokemon League in his region. So that that's pretty awesome. So I'm always gonna remember Kukui for that because he was very involved uh, in your journey in a lot of ways. And then uh, honorable mention, I would have to give to Sycamore from. Uh, Kalos and Gen 6 because he actually is the only one that gives you during the over the course of the the first game or like your first playthrough he's the only one that gives you two starters one from Gen 6 and then you meet him I can't remember the city but it's like the the that middle city that's huge he gives you a Gen 1 starter so and he gives you that Gen 1 starters respective mega stone to mega evolve it so pretty cool. That's it. <laughs> you got all that ready. Oh my god! And now I kind of feel bad on asking more more of those type of questions. Now it's not more like on the competitive type scene type of questions. I guess I should have re- uh, reiterated what type of questions I was asking you. I, I just wasn't sure what you were going to throw at me, and I wanted it to be like a random thing, and where you don't ask me the questions beforehand, so I could really like get into my head and think and just give you off the top of my head and not try to prepare something. But yeah, you know, I just wanted to have some stuff written down in case like I got stumped or felt confused or something. Uh, so yeah, I just had a couple of these things here and I said, nah, let me just throw these out there since we're on the subject. Nice. Well, that concludes our discussion. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. Um, any last thoughts, Rico? Any, 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 anything else before we call it a night? Um, I would just say, you know, uh, there's, uh, there's so many ways to enjoy Pokemon. Uh, if you've ever been on the fence about it or you need a game to just, uh, chill or get sweaty or collect or hunt, uh, casually play with your kid, with your friend, with whoever, like, you know, give it a shot, try it out. There's so many ways to enjoy it. Like I say, it can be casual. It can be sweaty. Uh, and there's a Pokemon out there for you. So you just don't know it yet. So jump in, try it out. Um, something else that I forgot to mention that I really wanted to touch on. And I want to ask this to you, actually. There, we're, we're going down this path where we're doing a lot of remakes. We're, we're doing remakes. We're doing like a new gen, a remake, a new gen, a remake. What do, you, do you think that they should re, re, like remake the game? Or you think they should stay true to like the old game? Because I have my answer. I have my answer. But I want to hear what you think first. I would like, if they're going to remake the game, I would like, you know, 
up to date. They can stay true in the terms of obviously you no know, game against like that, but I do want to see graphical upgrade. I do want to see, you know, I don't want to see sprites. I do want to see, you know, um, I would like to see N full full fledged if we get, you know, Gen 5 soon. I would like to see, um, you know, as if it were a game running on Switch or as, you know, like the latest ones for, for Diamond and Pearl where they try to be as, you know, true to the original as possible. But in my case, it's remake. You want to make it better in every way possible. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would probably have to go with that. So my answer is innovate. I think you need to innovate and make them fresh. And I think what they should do for those people that want stuff that is true to the old stuff is I think they should slap all those games on NSO. I think they should put virtual console and make those available. If you want to play OG black, OG white, if you want to play the OG games, slap them on there. People will play them and then innovate with your new games. Don't just make them exactly the same. Yes. Like you could do the graphics, you could do all that, but I think, make changes and don't be afraid to to change a little bit and you know go off the path a little bit try something new and just hit something you know they're trying something crazy with this terrestrialized thing and i mean i feel like a lot of people were nervous about it at first but i think it's really exciting yeah. and i think uh, if they innovate like they kind of don't tie themselves to like okay well we can't do too much because it's just going to be you know, graphics and stuff like that. Uh, to me, I want them to do something completely, not completely different, you know, stay true to mostly what the game is, but do something new, do something fresh. Uh, what do you think of that? I mean, I agree, man. Just do something new, do something fresh. Give us something that's just, at the end of the day, as long as it has a heart and soul of the original, the things that we enjoy, the things that we liked, I think we'll be okay. So, yeah, again, just to keep it short and simple. Alrighty. So, uh, yeah, try, try and uh, jump into some Pokemon, and I'll see you out there. Alrighty, thank you all for listening, and thank you for joining us. You have a good night. Later.